0: what <laughs> so it's more than double the Grand Canyons It's
1: yeah more than double the depth and more than double
2: the width what a great idea All right, welcome back to What a Great Idea, and Derek, I'm so excited about this episode because what we're about to talk about, I, I really, out of all the things that do exist, both visible and invisible, that were made by the Lord, and without Him was not anything man that was made, so it's all an expression of His glory, um, I can't think of anything that's a better idea than what we're about to talk about today. It's pretty big, it's pretty big. <laughs> I mean, you, there are some other, maybe equally great ideas. Well, it's, any kind of exclusive statement like that's very difficult to defend. I'm just saying this one today is so good.
0: It's up there, it's up there. And uh, I mean, there've been songs about it. There have been references to it. There have yes. been trips government-funded trips to this place.
2: Yes, you're right, which took billions of dollars to pull off. hmm hmm And I think that's a pretty good clue.
1: Today, we're talking about the moon. The moon. The lesser light. Mm. Now,
2: jumping into this one, I want to go ahead and just dive into the theological side of the poll,
1: if oh, you're okay, okay with that. I'm and, down,
2: and then we'll break off from there. Okay, this scripture, Psalm chapter eight, verse three and four, have stuck with me for quite some time now, um, and was a great encouragement to me in a in a pretty difficult season. Um, and the scripture is: this is David, right in Psalm eight, three and four. He says, "When I look at your heavens, the works of your hands, or the works of your fingers." the moon and the stars which you have set in place all right what a great idea what is man that you're mindful of him and the son of
1: man that you care for him Mm -hmm. okay now you know of course that there's some prophetic christological connections to this passage right Mm -hmm. Um, but Here's David, who's a,
2: a king of a nation, right? Which is like the biggest job you can get on planet Earth,
1: right? You don't get any, you don't get any bigger than that. And he goes, when I, when I look at the heavens, and in that he includes the moon and the stars, this is,
2: this is the conclusion he comes to. What is man that you're mindful of him and the son of man that you care for him? Mm. Like, And in a literal sense, he's looking into the heavens, like literally looking at the moon. Mm -hmm. And he goes, when I see that, I go like, who who am I? Like, who is mankind? You know, personally, but even as a as a as a species, who are we that the Lord would be mindful and care for us? Yeah. And then, of course, there's the whole Christological connection, which is amazing and yeah but we don't have time for that today but that's scripture man it's like okay quite literally this is good for the soul to go
1: outside at night and look up yep. and just stare at the moon and let that reality of
2: the moon and it's it's beauty and how far away it is and the expanse of the heavens
1: To make you feel real small and to make you realize just how great the Lord is,
2: how high he is above the heavens, and go, man, two things. Number one, I'm humbled. Like, who am I? Even David as a king could have been prideful, but he's like, ah, when I look at the moon, that's all it takes for me. I'm nothing. But the fact that God would be
1: mindful of us and care for us, He got all of that just from looking at the moon. Mm Hmm. Yeah,
0: man, that's so good, and makes me think of like Romans chapter one, right, where Paul gives this great explanation of what goes on in the hearts of nations, and they suppress the truth of God. All things, but he makes a statement in chapter one and verse twenty where he says, for the since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has, excuse me, what has been made. Yep. So that they are without excuse, and so Paul is saying there: there's a what theologians would term natural theology and natural revelation, where we can look at creation. And it tells us something true about God. Yeah. And so when David picks that up in the Psalms, there's something that he's picked, you know, that he's really explaining well or, or doing well, rather, perhaps, where he's looking at creation and he's saying, because of what I see, I know that God is good or that he exists. And, you know, and so he's, he's drawing this relationship between, oh, I see how big the moon and the stars and all this creation. And I can't believe God actually cares for me. Yeah. And, um, that's remarkable. That's remarkable. That's what, I mean, honestly, that's what this podcast is really all about too, is, is seeing creation and, and the wonder of it and the great idea that it is and going, Oh, but the Lord made all this and he actually cares for me. And, uh, he's actually involved in my I mean that's something and yeah Yeah. I love that passage from the Psalms from chapter 8 and uh, you know I love what Romans 1 says and it makes me think too Genesis 1 verse 16 where in Genesis 1 you know it's a creation narrative and it says that he created two lesser lights or he created two lights one lesser light obviously the the moon being the lesser light and he says oh and he he created the stars also (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, also that.
0: Also he did this, yeah, yeah. As if this wasn't enough, he also did this. Wow, you know? yeah. Oh, okay. Man. That's what we're dealing with. That's what we're dealing with. And then, so take that, you know, <laughs> take that, since we're in the theological end this morning, you know, this this afternoon, it's like, you know, Moses is saying in chapter one, like, oh, and he also created the stars, this throwaway line. And then in, in Psalm 8, David's like, Looking at all these things and going, Do you care for me? You're mindful yeah. of me. <laughs> That's amazing.
2: Yeah, dude. That reminds me, you know, that throwaway line. Oh, yeah. Also, the stars. It's the same <laughs> way, you know, there, there's a, the farthest object you can actually see with the naked eye from Earth. And I think you got to be like, you know, in Aliceville to see it. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> um, is the Andromeda Galaxy, which is the closest galaxy to us. And uh, it's very faint. It's a very faint dot. and uh, But in that one little dot, very faint dot, is like a trillion stars um, or something outrageous like that. And you're like, oh, yeah, and the stars. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. one little dot yeah. has got all yeah. that in it.
0: It's almost like yeah, Moses is riding and he's going, oh, I forgot about this. Yeah, he made those two.
2: Oh yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, As if
0: that's not a big deal. But you're like, no, that is a big deal. Yeah. Moses is like, yeah, he just, yeah." You know, he don't, he don't God know about
2: Beetlejuice so, yet.
0: That's right. Like God is so magnificent and he's so powerful and he's so, you know, whatever oh, yeah. that it's like, yeah, he also did this.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, man. And I, I want to talk about a few things about the moon that, that I've learned that are, they're just unbelievable. Um, but also the idea to think about this too, you know, the face of the moon, you know, they talk about the dark side of the moon. Uh, it's the side of the moon we never see.
0: Oh, Pink Floyd.
2: Yeah. Pink Floyd does. They, yeah, they originated yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I think Pink Floyd originated that statement and the movie wizard of Oz, but, um,
0: yeah. And NASA just picked up on it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but, uh, Yeah, there's this other side of the moon you can't see. but So the one side of the moon that does face us, it's the same, right? It's always there. Um, And when you think about that, you realize, like, man, when David looked up and looked at the moon, he saw the exact same thing we saw, like, we see tonight. Like, maybe there's an extra crater here and there, but, like... That's the same moon and the same face that always faces the Earth because of the gravity and all that stuff that's working together. But mm-hmm. dude, like he saw sure. the same exact man in the moon.
0: Oh, that's good. And
2: uh, and I heard too I heard about that. Something about um, Jesus, like there was a full moon when Jesus was betrayed. I, I don't know if that's true, but maybe they, they traced it all back. But I don't know. Anyways, but even regardless of that, to think of the fact that like this same moon is when Jesus was on the earth, like when he looked up in the, in the heavens and, and saw what he made, <laughs> he saw, he saw what we saw. Um, man, like when you think of it like that, this, this rock has been up there all this time and it, it's faithful. It comes up every
1: night, you know, it does its thing, the times and the seasons, man, it's just, it's staggering to think about. Man, I've never actually thought about that. Um, but
0: that blows my mind a little bit. I'm having to chew on that. That the same I mean, I, I know it's true like intellectually, but there's there's a maybe a floor of my heart that hasn't been cleaned out yet and causing me to think like oh, they actually saw the same thing when when the psalmist is writing the face of the moon that he's seeing is this exact same face
1: I'll see at night. I mean, that's, man, that is wild to think about. Um That really gives you a sense of like
0: providence and. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, God's sovereignty and creative power and. His faithfulness, uh, you know, just as,
2: as the sun comes up each day, he sets its times like the moon is kind yeah. of doing his thing um its thing (laughs) not the moon isn't he but um yeah and to think Mm. the lord has just been sustaining all this for thousands of years and you and i have just been here for a little bit we've just we were just born like not long ago and
0: it's no wonder that james says that life is a vapor right i mean yeah just get it's here today and gone tomorrow and and you think about Colossians when it's talking about their preeminence of Christ and that he upholds the world and the universe by the word of his power. And you're like, if you stop and think about what the universe is and what the world is and the whole cosmos, yeah, he's upholding yeah. that by his word. You know, there's that great line from, I think it's Augustine who says um, that at the same time, like at the incarnation and, and the birth of Christ really, that when crossed, you know, at the same time that he was sucking on his mother's breast for milk, he was upholding the word uh, or upholding the universe by the word's power. Yeah, wow. Does he make sense? I mean, that's that's mind blowing, and it's a that's a whole different episode. But like, yeah, um, it's crazy to think that what we're seeing has been here for for ages.
2: Yeah. Well, and you know, there's some something therapeutic about when you. Let's say you're anxious or you're stressed out, you know, overwhelmed, to go outside at night and when you look at the moon and you realize this thing's been up there all this time, it really helps you remember the reality that the moon was there long before you got here, it'll still be there long before you leave or long after you leave, but the Lord has been holding all this together all this time. If he yeah. can hold the universe, he can he can take care of you. Um and and also that that idea of like who am I? Like my problems are so small, my life is so short, I like I'm nothing. And yet this same God who has held the moon in its place all this time cares for me and gave his son for Man. me.
1: Oh, gosh, that's so good.
0: So it makes me think of Job 26, which is a great chapter in the Bible. But if you look at Job 26, Job, who's he, you know, he's uh he's rebuking Bildad, but he says he's he's really like giving this, I don't know, phrase of what God does in creation. And he says in verse six, naked is shield before him. And Abaddon has no covering. He stretches out the north over empty space and hangs the earth on nothing. Yeah. He wraps up the waters in his clouds and the cloud does not burst under them. He obscures the face of the full moon and spreads his cloud over it. It's like there's this, you know, it's almost like there's no, It's nothing to the Lord for him to be able to do that.
1: Mm. Yep. Wow.
0: I'm just amazed by the Lord's power. And, and it's funny, if you think about, man, for you guys, I, I would encourage you to, for you listeners to go and, and search the scriptures every time it talks about the sky, the moon, the stars, and just sit and ponder that. Um, it'll really, it'll do exactly what Romans 1 tells you. And you'll be able to see God's attributes, certain God, you know, certain attributes from the Lord by the things that are made. Yeah, that's so good so good
2: so speaking of you know the lord holding everything together just the fact that without the moon we wouldn't even exist (laughs) like in god's providence the way he's fine-tuned everything it's it's holding together like if the moon's gravity and the tides and all of that's in concert to make life flourish on earth it's just like, he made that integral. The, he made the moon integral to our existence. Yeah, <laughs> It's yeah. not like it's just there, you know, to be something cool to look at It' not. It's like not decorative. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, this, this thing has to be there or you will not live. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Speaking of tides, um, I was watching a documentary. It's like this wilderness documentary that Will Smith did. Um, And in one of the episodes, he talks about, I think it was with National Geographic, but they were talking about the moon and the tides. Did you know there's actually land tides as well? No, I did not. All right, this this will freak you out, man. So basically, you know, the tide is the moon pulling on it. But the, Mm -hmm. the earth is round, but like when the moon pulls, it almost elongates a little bit. So not only does the water come up, but actually the land like flexes. So he said what? like like Manhattan, New York, for example, like pulsates it it moves up and down 14 inches every day. <laughs> Can you believe that? Isn't that, that is a- freaky?
1: <laughs> no, it doesn't.
2: But uh yeah, all that's happening right under our feet because of the moon, and you'll never feel it. Uh, but it's just Anyways, the Lord has put it all together. Um, I do want to share with you a fact about the moon that is going to blow your mind. Are you ready for this?
0: I'm so ready.
2: Okay,
1: you've been to the Grand Canyon, right? No, but I've seen it in, in pictures. pictures. Okay <laughs> How have you been <laughs> to Ve- Have
2: you been to Vegas so many times and you've never been the Grand Canyon?
0: I know that's actually side note. We we're actually planning another trip out west and. Um, a friend of mine in Vegas, and we're talking about doing a Grand Canyon tour. But now I've, I've actually flown over the Grand Canyon.
2: Okay, okay. So see you've seen a little bit, at least from from a bird's eye view. Um, the Grand Canyon, I've, I haven't been either, so this doesn't hold as much weight unless you see it for yourself. But
0: <laughs> at, that's at hilarious. like, how many times you've been to Vegas, <laughs> been to Grand Canyon, as if like you've seen it a dozen <laughs> times.
2: Well, it's like within four hours of the canyon. I I figure you'd drive over. Maybe you blew all your money on gambling before you can make it over (laughs) there.
0: The slot (laughs) machine, baby.
2: No. So at its deepest point, it's 6,000 feet deep and 18 feet or 18 miles wide at the widest point. Okay. 6,000 deep, 18 miles wide. That's the Grand Canyon. The thing that people travel all over the world come... To see this thing that's everybody who's ever seen it that I know they say pictures can't do it. you just can't describe it. it's it's mind blowing how big it is, and I believe people it. cry
0: when they see the Grand Canyon,
2: yeah, it's like it's just one of those wonders of the world that it, it it's like if you're a human being, you have to see this thing at some point in your life. Um that's how magnificent it is, um, mm-hmm. but on the moon, okay. There's a crater, and you'll have to look this up. And but you can see it with the naked eye at night. Uh, you'll probably have to put on sunglasses though, because the moon's actually kind of bright. Like if you try to, but you can definitely see it in pictures. But if you look up the Tycon crater, T-Y- mm-hmm. Tychon crater, T-Y-C-H-O-N, Tychon crater, it's on the bottom edge of the moon. It's this really bright spot that kind of has a. little... Looks like little veins coming out from it. You'll, yeah. you'll recognize it when you look it up. You're like, oh, yeah, that thing. All right, the Tycon Crater, check this out,
1: is 53 miles across, all right, and 15,700 feet deep. What? <laughs> so it's more than double the Grand Canyon's it's- yeah, more than double the depth and more than double the width. Now, can you imagine standing on the lip of that crater? What, what would that look like? That hole, that massive round bowl that you're standing? Can you imagine? No, I actually no. cannot
0: imagine that. makes I, I can't either. I mean, it doesn't make. So when, like Neil Armstrong and them landed on the moon, did they? Where did they land, and did they see this face to face? Like, or did they not know? I mean, I'm I'm curious. Has anybody seen this crater in person? I
1: don't think so. I don't think they landed. on wow. Maybe that. Elon Musk will take us there.
2: I mean, but almost, that almost be like. You know, if you landed in America, like, let's say you landed in Maine.
0: Yeah.
2: You'd be like, did you you see the Grand Canyon? It's like, well. That's
1: true. That's true. No, but
2: my whole thing is like, here's this thing up there. It's that big and wondrous.
1: Yeah.
2: And it's just up there by itself. No one's ever seen it in person.
1: Yet you can see it in the night sky. You can see it from here. But, like, man, there's all these, like, well, we
2: could do a whole episode on, like, natural wonders on other planets <laughs> that are just out there. Yeah. And, and maybe in, in the new heavens and new earth, we'll get to to get to see and experience some of these things. But I, I would like to, on, in the new heavens and new earth, go visit the Taekwondo Crater and just stand at the edge of that and... <laughs> take in that one
0: that seems like
1: a reasonable request
2: <laughs> you're right but that also shows you like how big the moon really is you know what I'm saying Yeah. I mean it's not as big as the earth of course but like that is a, a massive ball that you know you're driving down the highway at night just driving home and there's this big ball in the sky just shining over you like and, we, and we, we act like that's so normal, you know, it's so yeah. routine. You don't even notice it. But like, yeah. are you kidding me? Like, look at that thing. And if you look closely at the bottom of it, there's a little dot. And that dot is almost three times as deep as the Grand Canyon and three times wow.
1: as wide.
0: Wow. This is yeah. the Lord. This is the God we're dealing with here. It makes me, well, a couple of things are coming to my mind. But one,
1: if you were on the moon and looking back at Earth, would you be able to see the Grand Canyon as a dot and say, Right. Mm, that's interesting. I
0: don't but know. also, it makes me think of the fact that, like, okay, when I was a kid, I remember specifically, and I can tell you what yard it was, the address, all those things of when I was a kid, my childhood, one of my childhood homes and laying in the front yard and
1: looking up and seeing all the stars in the moon. And, uh, it is kind of wild to think about that moon has not undergone as far as I know, change
0: in the way that we've undergone change. And so it's kind of, it's just mind
1: blowing to me that like, Okay, let's say I was, I don't know, 10. I'm just throwing out a number. Looking up at the moon in the middle of the night, front yard, Russell, Georgia.
0: 25 years later, I can walk out my front door, sit on my porch in Aliceville, Alabama, and see the same moon, the same face, the same crater. that mean that... That's just crazy to think about.
1: Yeah, yeah. In a world full of change, constantly changing, I'm constantly changing. Yeah. That's a wild thought, you know, much like
2: the same moon that's been seen throughout generations.
1: It's exactly right, yeah.
2: It's the same moon that's being seen by every... Person on the face of the earth, whether you're in the Western, Eastern Hemisphere, like it's even even that, like all the differences in cultures and uh, periods of history, and yet this this one thing, well, it's not the only thing. There's many others, but this moon passes by everyone every night, and we see the
1: same the same thing. This Display of glory. Yeah. I mean, that's just it's it's almost it's kind of hard to put into words. Um and you're
0: right. What you said earlier about we just go about it like it's normal. We've come grown so accustomed to seeing the moon and the stars and the sun and all those things that it loses its effect. And I can't think back to when I was so young that I saw the moon for the first time. But I kind of wish I could go back and be wow, in my mind yeah. and just see if I'm, you know, however old and I, I, not that I just see it, but that I recognize Yeah, wow. there's something there for the first time, not just a, I'm a baby and I'm out at night with my family and they're carrying me in a you know, car seat or whatever. And I see a moon. Like That's, that's different. But right. like the age where I was like, I actually saw the moon
1: for the first time and thought it's not the sun. It's not a star. Right. There's something about this
0: is different. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious as to what, I wish I could go back um, and think and like kind of relive that in some ways. Yeah, it's like
2: it's like Earth's little friend.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, um, yeah, that's wild. Um, it may. So, do you have the app
0: um, that you can see the stars on your phone, like the? No,
2: I've been meaning to ask you about this because uh, there's a great number of things that I'd like to know where it is and what it is. And I've been meaning to ask you what that app is because.
0: So I have Skyview.
2: Okay.
0: There's an, I think there's another app, but I have Skyview for all the listeners. Download Skyview. And what it does is when you pull it up, it shows you all the planets, satellites, um, constellations, all that stuff. Um, and if you point it towards the floor, it'll show you what's on the other side you know like as if you were on the other side of the earth what right. you would be looking at Okay. Um, so you see so like i'm pointing it at the floor now and um <clears throat> i can see saturn and it tells me information a day on saturn is only about 11 hours that's what it says and then i can kind of move it up and i see neptune Neptune's day is only about 16 hours, but I see all these like little floating pieces of satellites. And if you find a constellation, it like sketches it out for you. So I can see um, this constellation right now um, that looks like a horse and it'll tell me what it is for you, uh, for you uh, nerds out there. You probably know exactly what it is, but shout out uh, to the nerds, shout out to the nerds, big fan. Um, but uh, anyways, when you're when it's a knot and you use it, I mean, it's unbelievable what you can see. And then if you've ever wanted to, like, you know, sometimes I'll say, Well, you can see Neptune or you can see whatever right. I just said, Neptune. I don't know if it's actually Neptune, but you can see another planet from you know, and it looks like a bright, shining star. You know, if you lift it up, you can see, um. You know, it'll tell you what planet it is. It'll tell you all different information. Um, But it kind of gives you a sense of like just how big everything is.
2: Yeah, that's why I want the app because there are times when they'll say, hey, you know, on this night, there's going to be a really great view of Venus and Jupiter or whatever. And I'm like, well, yeah. it'd be nice to know where that is. Like,
0: <laughs> so if you're, you know, right now, like I'm pointing at the ground, I saw Neptune, I saw Saturn, and if I keep going, I see the moon, and it tells me the moon is currently in waning gibb- uh, gibbous phase, twenty point one days into uh, into the lunar cycle.
2: You need to name your first son Waning Gibbous.
0: That's right, Wayne and Gibbous. That's right. (laughs) That's exactly right.
2: Yeah, Wayne and Gibbous. You're named after the moon, son. You know what would be cool? It's
0: like then he'd become (laughs) an author and he'd just go by W.D. Bright. And he'd be like, that's a cool. Wayne and Gibbous (laughs) Bright. Wayne and Gibbous. But yeah, so the app, I would encourage all the listeners, if you don't have one of those apps, you should do that. And I would encourage you to get out in your truck. If you don't have a truck, I don't know what you're doing with your (laughs) life. But if you go and you take some blankets out, let's say you're married and or even dating and you're you lay out some blankets or whatever and you're laying in the back of your truck and you take the app and you point it up and see all the stars. It's really cool. I mean it's gives you kind of a like I said a sense of how big the universe is and how small we really are.
2: Yeah. And I and I feel like you know, it really is true when you look at Scripture, like the the heavens declare the glory of God in Psalm 19.1. Yeah. They really do. And so, you know, sometimes you, you got to get out of your own head in life and not take yourself too seriously. And one of the best ways to do that is to allow the heavens to declare the glory of God to you.
1: Big time. And uh, to do
2: that, you got to put your path, put yourself in the path of allurement, <laughs> put yourself out under the stars and the moon and just uh, and just take it in and, and quiet your thoughts and just be amazed and praise the Lord for it. I, I feel like just talking about this today, even in our conversation, there there were moments when i I f- could feel the wonder just
1: right here talking about this. There was, yeah. there was sort of a a sense of like awe just thinking about yeah. the moon and that's how it should be. Yeah, I'm with you, and um, it's
0: uh, it's one of those things where if you have high anxiety or something, uh, or if you're if you're in a state of worry, go outside at night, stare at the moon, and then contemplate Psalm eight. What is man that you're mindful of him? Yes, I Amen. mean Amen. that's a that's a good remedy because I think we get so caught up in the here and now and what's happening in our world and uh and it's not bad to obviously to you know to to be involved but it's we lose some of that um grandeur and bigness of God and of the universe and you look out and you see the stars and the heavens and it's like psalm I think it's psalm 145 you know that says something about, um, you know, he can, he counts stars. And you go, what do you mean he counts them? They're encounter- I mean, they're uncountable. Some of them burn out and there's all those different, no, he can count the stars. He made them all. He, um, Genesis, you know, 116, he, he knows the star. He created the stars also. And you look at the bigness and vastness of the universe and you go, oh, so God, God actually, Even despite all this bigness, he cares for me. That should help you with your anxiety and your worry of what tomorrow brings. And that, you know, that's so crazy. Like, not to get on a sermon right here, but like, that's exactly what Jesus does when he's speaking about anxiety in the Sermon on the Mount. He says, Consider the birds of the air.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's good. Consider
0: the lilies of the field. Like he points Mm. you to creation
1: Mm. and
0: says, look at this. Why are you worried about tomorrow? Like these these things that God cares about in a lesser fashion are taken care of. So what are you worried about? (laughs) Yeah, that is so good, good. Yeah. I mean, he points to creation and tells you like, take from this God's goodness.
2: Golly. What a great idea. Man, that, well, that, Jesus that,
0: is full of them. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
2: well, he's the originator of them all.
1: Yeah, that's right.
2: That's right. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, dude, I, I feel like we landed there on a in deep waters, and yet so practical and so helpful that we didn't plan any of this. Uh, no, but I, yeah, I, for the
0: listeners, we don't script anything. We just you know, turn on. We just hit go and, and just start talking. So,
2: But I, I definitely believe that was a word from the Lord, just straight from his word, like look to the heavens and, mm. and see it and let that, let God's creation, his great ideas, nourish your soul and yeah, get, get that mind back right. Um, that's awesome. Well, man, what a great conversation. The moon, what a great idea. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to have many, many more episodes, more great ideas to come
0: and looking forward to that. Uh, absolutely me too. Um, I hope y'all will tune in to more and I hope that uh you'll go out tonight and look at the moon and enjoy it and be uh be a kid again, like laying in the yard and seeing yes. the moon. Eight years it. old. Eight
1: years, Eight old,
0: years old and you're yeah, and it doesn't matter. You might be listening to this and you say, well, I'm 50. Well, good. Go out and lay in the yard and go yes. the moon.
2: Yep, and get SkyView. Uh, but don't don't let SkyView get in the way of staring at the moon and the stars, all right? That's, that's right. A, that, that's that's okay. a tool. It's a yeah. tool to be used sparingly. Um, yeah. but That's a tool to
0: answer questions.
2: There you go. There you go. Uh, so use that. And then, of course, uh, subscribe, share with your friends. And five-star ratings are always appreciated and wonderful. Um and that's it. So, have a great day and have a great night staring at the moon and the stars.
0: Yeah, see y'all.
2: See y'all.